Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Oh, what up? Y'all know what it is. It's time for one more sleep. One more sleep, baby. Ready to get into it, Jessica? Wait. There you go. Oh, hello. So why can't I hear you? I've been saying good morning. Hi. <laughs> She's being really quiet. Something's wrong. Hello. Um, let's do it. One more sleep. One, One more sleep. sleep. One, One more sleep. sleep. One, One more sleep. sleep. It's Thursday. We're here. Baby. Yeah, we celebrate Thursdays because this is like the real hump day. You know what I mean? Like, you can get through today. It's over. That's it. One more day of work. Maybe you're heading home from work. You go to sleep. You wake up. Man, it's, it's over at this point. Welcome to our Thursday show. Let's get started with our 6 o'clock club. Who's here? This is anybody in Maryland that's awake. You're out there working hard. Like, I see people driving into work. I'm like, I wonder what they do with their mm-hmm. lives. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if you want to, you can tell us what you're doing up so early. Yeah. Because I think all of us probably have a different story of what we're doing up right now. Right. I mean, obviously, if you get a job that calls you in early, we'd love to know that. Or maybe you're just getting your day started. Maybe you're just getting home from work or whatever. Let us know what you're doing, too. 410 410- 583-1065. Who's here? Veronica is here. Jess R. from Westminster. Good morning to Terry, Magic Mike, Lee, Clever Kevin. Good morning. Hope Dope is here. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Jake in Westminster. Good morning to Terrence, Beautiful Beverly, Mama McJam, BT, BTSZ is checking in with us. Mr. W. from Reisterstown. Eric from Owings Mills is here. We have Jarrett, Tara, Madison, Kieran, Connor, and Aiden from PA. Good morning to Lisa, Connie from Abingdon. And happy 40th birthday to Dante. Oh, Dante. Happy birthday, Dante. Actually, great transition. Are you starting to believe me now about 40s? I, it was, I so I saw this video yesterday on Instagram from Kevin Hart and it was so funny. And I sent it to Kramer because I don't know if you have seen this yet, but Kevin Hart is in a wheelchair uh, for pulling many, many things all because he wanted uh, to race somebody. So there's this. Ex, and I, I don't know football, so bear with me here. But his name is uh, Stephen Ridley. He used to play for the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart literally tried to outrun this dude. And, like, I always try to tell Jess. For, I turned 40 back in June. And, like, it changes, bro. Like, it changes. Like, your body just doesn't do what it used to do. Here's Kevin Hart. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen, the age 40 is real. Respect that age. And I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Why? Well, because I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff. Me and Steven, we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Those that know me know I'm pretty fast. Steven said, Kevin, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for the New England Patriots. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. 
tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. This is 44. But what I love about the, he goes on to say, he was like, I'm upset because there's no reason for me to do this. And he was like, what was I doing? for so, Just so I could be the fastest guy at the barbecue. Right. And I, I, think that, I think that's more funny. And I think that's what he's more disappointed in than anything is, you know. I, I think I just had a realization that the biggest problem of being 40 is that like your brain is still 20. Are you trying to prove to yourself that you can still do things? I think it's you, you just don't realize you can't not do that anymore mm. until you realize you can't. Yeah, because he was just trying to have fun with his friend. You know, like I think about like my lifestyle, y'all. Like I love to buy new Nintendo games. I've been buying new Nintendo games since I was 12. That mm. brain cell has not quite processed yet, you know, that I'm actually a 40-year-old man. Mm-hmm. But same thing is in the gym. Like I'll, I'll catch myself trying to run way harder or way further than I actually should be. And I'm like, I got this. I did this when I was 15, bro. Like I got this until you don't got it and there's a lot of lessons to be learned but we still want to wish you a very happy birthday Dante (laughs) don't sit here listening to me ruining your day you can still have an amazing day an amazing year and an amazing birthday learned a lot of things in these last couple of months now now these are the top three trending stories in the city the Baltimore top three (laughs) with Jess number three Baltimore native and country music star Brittany Spencer will be the headliner for the 57th annual Fells Point Fun Fest set for October 6th through 8th. The festival actually began in 1967 as an event to raise funds to fight a transportation project that was designed to link I-83 and I-95 with the highway that would have crossed the Inner Harbor, just wiping out large sections of Fells Point, Canton, and South Baltimore. The highway project ultimately was shut down, and now the festival has grown into an event that covers six blocks in Fells Point. Did anybody else think that Jess was about to say Britney Spears? (laughs) Like, the way your mouth even rolled on the S, I'm like... Are you about to see Britney Spears coming to the Fells Fest? Oh, the, Britney Spencer. Yeah, I was like, oh my country, God. Country music star. It's pretty awesome that she's from here. Number two. So a study found that today is actually the sickest day of the year when most people are likely to skip out of work. A company that tracks sick days looked at five years of data and more people call in sick on August 24th than any other day of the year either because they are sick or they just don't want to go to work. No one knows exactly why today is the number one day, but in general, they found more people calling sick in late summer. But August isn't actually the sickest month, though. That's February. The second sickest day is February 13th, which is close to Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. I was going to say, I don't believe that date to actually be true, but there's nothing really to fake get sick over right now, you know? There's not like a... a how random. Why weird, August 24th? I don't know. You know, I feel myself very much in the need of a break right now. Is it because it's the end of summer? I'm wondering if that's what it is, mm. you know? And I guess it depends on when you took your summer vacation. Like, I took mine early June, and I wish I would have put it, like, in July instead mm. to kind of, like, space it out. Because I think what happens is you watch everybody else take their summer vacations. They're, like, going everywhere. <laughs> and you're kind of like... I kind of need a break. Yeah. Number one. So it looks like Barbie is not going anywhere anytime soon. The worldwide box office success is coming back to IMAX theaters. And 
it will have an additional post-credit scene added. The IMAX screening will only run for one week starting September 22nd. Barbie is on track to be the biggest movie of the year just behind the Super Mario Brothers movie. So with a new post-credit scene potentially just luring people back to watch it again, plus higher IMAX prices, Barbie might take the crown as the number one movie of 2023. I was going to say this is a complete cash grab, and I'm not mad about it. You know, don't think this is like anything other than trying to get like the number one spot. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, I'm sure this was like last minute, like might as well sure. do this. Before they release it on to streaming. Mm-hmm. Is that is a is one scene enough? Like I'm looking forward to watching the Barbie movie again, but I'm looking forward to watching it at, for at $3 at home or whatever, you at know. Home. Would you pay? I mean, IMAX is what 20 bucks, 25 bucks a ticket. I mean, it's expensive. IMAX is expensive. Would yeah. you pay 50 bucks for you and Garage Boy to go? So Garage Boy and I actually go to the movies a lot and yeah. we're always just waiting for a reason to go to the movies, like what well, if there's like a movie we actually want to see. So yeah. I would definitely do this just for the extra scene to be wow, honest. Okay, all right. This is Jess and that was your top 30 you want to guess what the very first song that was publicly played on the iPod was? Oh, cool. And like the significance. That's a big revelation to the world, right? Like this is it. Here's our brand new technology, the iPod back in 20, uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. What was the very first song? Think through that and see if you can guess it as we get into Throwback Thursday for today. This is nostalgic, y'all. We're just going to look back at the number one songs in Maryland from previous years, and then I'll take you to that moment in pop culture history of the very first song that was played on the iPod, and like, why was that song chosen? We'll start today, though, in 19, uh, sorry, 2018, Drake and In My Feelings was the number one song in Maryland on August 24th. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave. This dance was everywhere. Well, it was an annoying time to have a dog named Kiki. And poor Kiki Palmer. She'd be like, I am not the Kiki he is talking about. <laughs> it was a it was a rough time, I'm sure, to be a Kiki. You know, <laughs> it's like a popular song with your name in it. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. All right, let's go back. The number one song in Maryland in 2007, Fergie and London Bridge. video was cool. It was after like Black Eyed Peas and she's doing her thing, but then she had the support from the guys because they were in the video. It was just so, so glamorous. I'm ready for a Fergie comeback. Yeah. I mean, I know she peed her pants on stage and we got weird with her for a while, but I feel like nobody remembers that, right? And who cares if she did that? Who maybe cares? Maybe she really had to go. What are we, if anybody I understand, understand it's Jess. I understand that, okay? <laughs> Our boss the other day. Back off, <laughs> really Fergie. Quick. Really quick, we were in a meeting the other day. Oh, man, I almost peed myself there for real. And Jess literally like said she had to go pee. And our big boss was like, that's kind of been a reoccurring theme on your show recently. And, I'm like, and I was like, I had to pee 10 <laughs> minutes ago. Like, I have to walk out of here. The number one song in Maryland back in 1994 today, August the 24th, was Lisa Loeb and Stay. You say. Didn't I have explained this song to you when they yes. Old Bay came out with their version of yes, this? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. All of the 80s babies, man. This is like, I would have been 11. I, like, I remember this song being on the radio. My parents were driving around, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a great song, though. I turn the radio on, I turn the radio on. 
All right, first song played on the iPod, which I think it was, came out uh, this week, by the way, back in 1997. Was it a new song or no? No. So I'll tell you this. The song came out in 97. It was the very first song publicly played on the iPod when they revealed it in 2001. So the song had been, what, four year, five years old at that point, yeah. you know? Any guesses? It's random. I don't think you'd ever... And I, I've been doing research. I don't research. remember it. I do not remember it. This song came out... This week, back in 1997, and we didn't know it was going to be like such a huge, monumental moment in pop culture history. It was Sarah McLaughlin <gasps> and building a mystery. Wow. Did you listen to her a lot? That was like all the same time period. Right? I was about like, to say because I did because my mom was obsessed with her. Yeah, so like I, we that's we listen to her all the time. Lisa Loeb, Sarah McLaughlin. It was a, it was a good time. For yeah, that, like that singy, folksy, so good female songwriters. What a vibe. Now I've tried to do research on why exactly this was the very first song publicly played. I can't figure out. No one has it documented of why it was chosen as the first song when Steve Jobs was presenting it. It has to be scientific. I think, though, what we should do, though, for Throwback Thursday is I actually want to go back to that presentation that Steve Jobs gave, introducing the iPod for the very first time, and, like, realize how revolutionary... Now it's going to sound ancient, by the way. This is going to sound like a dinosaur. Yeah. Think about what a big deal this was when Steve Jobs announced the iPod. iPod is the size of a deck of cards. It is 2.4 inches wide. It is 4 inches tall. And it is barely over three quarters of an inch thick. It also only weighs six and a half ounces. That is lighter than most of the cell phones you have in your pockets right now. A thousand songs in your pockets. We think this is a major, major breakthrough. Our first major breakthrough, it is ultra portable. I mean, when you have a thousand songs in your pocket. When I had my first iPod, it was like the best day of my entire life. Fun fact, really quick the second song publicly played Bob Marley and Could You Be Loved. Just a little bonus. Cool. For your throwback Thursday today. Today is the first day the pumpkin spice latte is back, by the way. It's PSL day, everybody. Sorry. Uh, and Jess was just fiending as she was doing the news and reporting that. You just have to have your very first one. Of the I just season. I just want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? I get it. Like, I don't want to have my first one at 1 p.m. Like, I want to have it right now and feel like I'm a part of the PSL community because it means a lot to me. So, so Jess just literally had one pumpkin spice latte delivered to the radio station. <laughs> and like, I can't even it's figure ridiculous. out like, like how much, let's play a little game this morning. Actually, we're going to call this the pumpkin spice latte prices, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to try to try to guess how much it would cost Jess, how much she would be willing to pay to have that actually delivered to the station. What size was it? And, and tell me in normal English. Don't tell me that it's the venti. I don't know what that is. So I got a grande PSL, which means a medium pumpkin spice latte. I did get it with almond milk. So keep that in mind. <sighs> There's going to be an upcharge yeah. in that. Also, when you guess your price amount, please include um, taxes and fees, and tip. delivery charge, yeah. and tip. Okay. I'm guessing. Don't tell me. Don't give me yes or no. I'm going to go through my my process here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that a medium coffee from Starbucks is like $3. I would assume that having it delivered 
When you say coffee, I mean, are you just saying well, like, like pumpkin coffee, blonde espresso roast? Or I, you're just I would, saying, is it a different price? Is it well? Is, when you say coffee, I mean that's completely different than getting like a signature, like you know, a specialty drink. I'll go with four dollars then. I think it's four dollars. Okay. I think your fees on that were four more dollars. Tip was two. I think you paid ten dollars to literally have a pumpkin coffee this morning. Is that your final answer? Yeah, ten bucks. You're under. How much? How how much do you think it is? <laughs> First off, ten was like I was I was cringing. You paid ten dollars for a cup of coffee. It's so bad. Uh, twelve. No. Thirteen. No. Fourteen dollars. No. Fifteen dollars. No. How much did you pay for this <laughs> cup of coffee? So bad. What was the total? Seriously, I paid sixteen dollars and eleven cents. Oh my God, y'all, like the fees. Is, I'm never. It's the fees. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Good morning. Is this a red flag? You think? Honestly, I don't think so. I think that maybe. I mean, this lady has a child involved. Yeah. I think that maybe this was just. This was her true love. She married him. Never expected for you know for this to happen. And maybe she's just holding on to find another person, not to replace, mm-hmm. but to love just as much as she loved her husband and, in a sense, is protecting her daughter. That's what I was going to ask you, because do you think it's different when there is a child involved? Because maybe to her daughter, if she takes the ring off, that may that might make her feel a type of way as in, like, are you, do you not want to remember my dad? Is it kind of like exactly. that? That's a good point. Exactly. That's, what, that's the way I feel. I think that she's honoring her husband, yes, but she's also honoring her child. Okay. Because I know I'm, I'm in my 50s, and when I divorced, um, my, I went back to my maiden name and I felt so guilty because uh. I felt as though my kids, you don't have my same last name, mommy, uh. you know, are you still my mom? That's okay. okay. I think this is an overall respect thing. But again, I think that that was her true love and she doesn't want to accept anything other than that in the future. That's wow. my feeling. So, and thank you for your call, by the way. I, you know, y'all, I've, I've had to deal with exes in the past and like feeling like I'm sizing myself up. I, I don't know if I'm strong enough and secure enough to date somebody that still Who's lost like, a partner in general? Well, that's like still is like, has a wedding ring on like, to, you know, literally till death to his part. Yeah, with all sensitivity, but like, until death to us part. Right? I mean, but I didn't. I didn't think about it that way, and I think that's something to take into consideration. Her daughter. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. A text from the four four three. It's not a red flag. It's healthy to honor her husband that she didn't choose to end the marriage with. When she dates the right guy, slowly it will come off, or even at the new wedding, as a symbol of happy, healthy change to a new soulmate. Damn. Hey, Gina from Bel Air. Good morning. Good morning. Do you think it would be a red flag for me to date a woman that has a wedding ring on from her husband that's passed away? Well, being that I lost my husband eight months ago. So sorry. And I still, thank you guys. I still wear my wedding band Mm -hmm. and I wear his wedding band on a necklace. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, it's way too soon for me to think about any of that information. Sure. But... I feel that if you're completely open and talk about the situation, you may be able to come to a different kind of an agreement. And what do you mean by that? Well, say you you like this woman, so you want to get to know her. Mm -hmm. As long as you guys are open about your feelings from the get-go. Okay. 
you know where you're coming from and where she's coming from and where maybe this can go or can't go. Is she just looking for a friend, somebody to hang out with, maybe go do things with? Mm. Maybe not. But She's not looking to get, get remarried right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know intentions. another love. You yeah. know, not wanting another love because as far as I'm concerned, nobody will ever match or be able to live up to my husband. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But 100%. it doesn't mean that I won't want somebody to hang out with, mm. maybe go on vacations, you know, something. Yeah, yeah I get it. Listen, that's, I know that you're going through it right now. Thank I, you for I sharing. I appreciate you so sorry. taking no the time problem. to call in this morning and share that. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys have a good weekend. There is definitely a red flag for her. She needs to run from Kramer if this is how he already feels. He'll be competing with the dead guy, the whole relationship, and that's not fair to her. Okay, let's let's break that down. That was a text message. I think maybe um, I because it's interesting having this conversation with so many people. Because yeah. on one hand, we're getting we're getting wid- widowers sharing like this is how I grieved, right. or you know, I still wear my husband's ring on a necklace and everything like that. And I don't think it's fair to tell someone how to grieve and how they process. Um, but I think maybe. This might just not be something that like you can handle, and it may, it might not be something that you want to do. And honestly, I don't know if this is for your first time getting back into a full on relationship. Yeah. Maybe if it's something that you need, you know, I yeah. feel like you deserve a clean slate as well. And if it's something that you can't do, that's okay. Okay, Valerie from White Marsh. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Do you think this is a red flag? Um, I was widowed at the age of 32 Mm -hmm, and with two children. Um, It took me close to a year to take off my wedding ring. And I don't feel like I was ready to date or think about dating until I took that step to take that ring off. Wow. Okay. Okay, So this is actually important. So like when you hear this situation, I mean, again, I'm sorry to hear about your your late husband. Um, Do... Do you feel like then that she's just not ready? Like, would this be dumb for me? Because y'all, y'all know, like, I'm I'm open to it. Like, I'm right. You know, I've, it's been five years. I've been single now, post divorce, and like, I'm ready to find something for real if it comes along. Right? I just I just think she needs more time if she's wearing her wedding ring. But everybody's different, sure. and you know, the woman before about honoring, you know, make sure their children don't forget their dad. Well, my children were two and four when their dad passed away. Yeah. So we have a special place in the house with his picture, pictures yeah. with them, with him. And then our wedding rings are set in um, a safe for when they get married that they can use the diamonds from our ring. Aww, okay, so that's yeah, beautiful. different ways to memorialize people. We get that. Hey, listen, I know it's not an easy topic to talk about, but I appreciate you calling in with that, seriously. You're welcome. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The Baltimore Met Gala is hosting their second annual event this weekend. This year's theme is the element, fire, earth, and wind and water. Those who attend are encouraged to match the theme for the event, celebrating Baltimore City's fashion, art, and culinary community. They're also raising funds for the Park Heights Renaissance Organization. The Baltimore Met Gala takes place this Saturday at 5 p.m. at the MNT Bank Exchange, and you can get tickets and all that info at BaltimoreMetGala.com. Number two. The con artist behind the infamous Fire Festival is selling tickets to what he calls Fire Festival 2. Billy McFarland announced that the first round of Fire Festival 2 pre-sale tickets have already sold out. People have bought the $500 tickets without even knowing the location of the festival or who's even going to be performing at this thing. McFarland served four years in prison after he pleaded guilty to multiple wire fraud charges in 2018 in connection to the first fire festival. Hundreds of people were left stranded with limited food and water after being promised a luxury week at an immersive music festival. Can you believe this? Sadly, I can. I Sadly, I can. Because this became such a phenomenon. You're right. That, like, I can absolutely believe people would want to be like, I've got to see what this is going to be all Out about. Out of curiosity to yes. see if it's, like, a flop again. Almost going in knowing this could be, like, a, a show that you would tape in the wilderness, you know? Like, knowing yeah. this could be a complete poop show. Mm-hmm. But, like, just for the clout alone to say, I'm going to Firefest 2. Yeah. Might actually be worth it. Now, will this thing actually happen? I don't know. Number one. Lizzo reportedly plans to countersue the same dancers who filed a harassment lawsuit against her earlier this month. Three of her former backup dancers accused the singer of sexual harassment, saying they were essentially forced to attend topless shows in Paris. Lizzo's attorney said newly found photos show the same backup dancers partying backstage with the topless performers, seeming like they are having a good time. Also releasing con- uh, contracts showing that the accusers chose to stay for the third leg of Lizzo's tour. Now, the attorney for the backup dancers says the women were smiling in the photos because they wanted to keep their jobs. And the contracts do not change the fact of the lawsuit. Lizzo was seen in public for the first time this week where she told paparazzi that she was doing fine in the midst of all this legal drama. This is about to get messy. Yeah. Because think about it. If she's got video of them partying backstage at this party they claim they didn't want to have to be at, I mean... Mm, that gets a little... That's kind of a gray area. Because you and I both can... I think a lot of people can understand being in a situation that you should not have been in and you stay for too long, you know? So 
I don't know if that's like a fair. So you're saying just because they were there partying doesn't mean they didn't like not being there? It doesn't mean that they were doing it because they didn't want to get fired on the spot. Because she had already fired so many other people. Yeah. Until you finally are like, this is enough. Like, I can't do this anymore. And like, you're done playing along. We just got to overthink this kind of stuff. There's no, there's like the day is over where you could underthink these kind of situations. Like, if you're going to go to a topless bar or whatever, whatever else went on in there, don't do it with people (laughs) that you're employed. You know, don't do that. That's only going to leave potential for disaster. But they're saying that they felt like they had to go to these things because they were basically like team building. Like if you weren't on her good side to do these activities. And I get it because like, for example, like Jess and I were super close friends. We also work together. That's a weird line sometimes, right? That's a weird line. And I think if you, even in your workplace, I know that you're really close with some people, which is great. I think work friendships are the best thing ever to get through some of these crazy days together, right? But... I think we've got to overthink these kind of situations. Like, for example, I don't think that I would be like, Jess, let's go to a topless bar together. Well, no. Because Obviously even though, not. Even though like, it, like, you and I as friends, I would feel completely comfortable asking you that. The fact that we work together, though, but, adds a whole different layer that's like, it but makes dude, it weird. They're the, but our situation, but like co- a coworker to coworker situation can't be compared to the person who's paying your bills and who's writing off your paycheck. Okay, that's true. So like if, if our boss... she had that power. If our boss was like, hey, I need y'all to come to something and we were like, ugh. But that it was, sucks. Yeah, that's... Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a messy situation. Yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's Talk Me Out of It. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Okay, Anonymous, we've got you on our the voice disguiser. Uh, so what is this this crazy idea going through your head today? I think that I only have one option here, to sleep with my best friend's ex-husband. Why? What's happening? I'm, I've been trying to tell her that. He is a big piece of sh- for years, and she's thinking about getting back together with him, and so I'm thinking the only way to really prove to her that he is not worth it is to trap him basically and show her look he's willing to sleep with me like you need to do better like they just got divorced and now they want to get back together again they've been divorced for like five months probably and yeah they're already thinking about getting back together even though as soon as they got divorced he was like sliding into my dms texting me wanting to just kind of casually talk mm-hmm. pretending we're cool and i'm like you're not even my friend did you tell her that he is he was doing he was hitting you up no because it was just gonna stir the pot and i didn't think they would ever you know have contact again or anything like that yeah. i never thought they would reconcile so i never told her he did any of it so what's the plan here on you basically trapping him to hook up with you so next weekend, Labor Day weekend, they're supposed to go on a trip together. So my plan is this weekend, if I can like get him to come over and document him coming over, maybe like pictures and videos and then show her like his true colors. Why can't you just tell her you're concerned and like, hey, he hit me up when you guys got divorced? You know how people are whenever they like fall in love. I mean, they're just like tunnel vision and she's kind of always been that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that it has to be like really concrete. Okay. What do you think? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's a lot. So let me, let me get phones going first. 410-583-1065. So Anonymous is saying 
My my friend wants to get back together with a real piece of crap guy. Uh, they were married and now they are uh, divorced. He's trying to take her on a trip. And I'm scared if I go and I share that like, hey, he's a piece of crap. She's going to basically cut me out. So the only way I feel like this can get through her head is to basically get him to as close to sleeping with me and documenting this to be like, listen, the weekend before... Your dude's trying to like go on a trip with you. He's in my bed and like yeah. I set this whole thing up. Now there's no way you can doubt my intentions here. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Do we tell her to go for that or do we talk her out of it? 410-583-1065. Jessica. I this is so stressful. I I have to try and talk you out of it. Because this is going to turn on you. And if you're the way that you're describing your friend as if, you know, once they're in it, they're in it and they're caught up in it. I mean, all he has to be like, well, she provoked me. And then the blame is going to be on you and they'd probably still end up together. I think you're coming from a really good place of wanting to protect your friend. But if she's going to go through this whirlwind again, then you just got to let her because there's nothing stopping her at this point. I understand what you're saying. It, it won't look good on me either, but I feel like she'll understand. We've been friends for over 10 years, and she'll understand the place where I'm coming from, and I think she might even kind of appreciate what I did. Okay, so I'll, I'll go I'll go with your side here. I think if you get this man in your bed, and you're willing to, like, video it and be like, The whole look. process, the whole process of like, what got him there. Right, FaceTime her, like, while you're there, and be like, I got, I, I'm sorry, this, I know this is crazy, but I had to show you this. Okay. I think there's a fighting chance for the idea. It's definitely extreme, but I also I 100% agree with you. If you try now to like go and be like, hey, listen, I think he's not great for you, and she's already like, mm-hmm. she's on, she's going, on, she's going on a trip, y'all. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's gonna put you as like, the bad I, guy. I know this is extreme and it's really unusual, but I think we're at. I'm at that point where yeah. I really have to get through to her. No, I feel it, but you can't actually do anything with him. Because mm-hmm. um, I think okay. that would be probably too far. Okay, 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, I want to basically trap my friend's ex-husband into coming over and almost sleeping with him mm-hmm. <laughs> just to prove that he's a real piece of crap so they don't get back together. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Hey, Dean from Odenton, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? We're good, man. Do you think she should go for it or talk her out of it? Absolutely talk her out of it. No way in heck is this going to work out well for her. If you want to be friends with this woman, uh, sleeping with her ex is going to end the relationship completely. Maybe if she has like a friend who could take one for the team, but it should not be her that does something like that. Okay, so for clarity, she's not actually going to sleep with him. Like She wants to basically get him to the point, though, to where... It doesn't even have to be about sleeping. Just like the fact that like you're... She's putting this innuendo into her mind. Like, mm-hmm. maybe have a, a friend video record them coming into their house. But it should not be her. Like, it's going to ruin the friendship completely. I agree with you, Dean. just showing them DMs at that point. Yeah, because I feel like because it's her, her friend is never going to be able to, like, get that she, image she's gonna out of her like, head. How could you do this to me? She's going to put all... She's not going to think clearly. She's going to blame her for everything. Yeah. And then she's probably still going to end up going back to the guy. Do you think she will, though? Honestly, like, if your friend came to you and was like, listen, I know this was extreme, but it's the only way I could, like, save you from getting into this mess all over again. Like, this, like, literally this person was willing to, like, come to my house the weekend before you guys were supposed to go on a trip and, like, almost sleep with me? Like, your best friend? Like, one of your good friends? 
Look, when you are with this person, like, like how, how would you defend a woman or anyone getting back together with someone who abuses them? They do it all the time. It's like, it's hard. When, you're, when you care about somebody, you're going to look past these things. Okay. Yeah. You're going to make excuses. Yeah. There goes Dean. Talk her out of it. Thanks, Dean. Appreciate it. 410-583-1065. Uh, GF from Pasadena, good morning. She should just go all the way. Why should she just just have just get him in the bedroom? She should just have sex with him. Wait, you think that she should actually <laughs> hook up with this guy completely? A hundred percent. Okay, hang on. Getting him in the bedroom leaves room for questioning. Hang on, hang on. Okay, if you're just tuning in, let me explain what's happening. So we have a woman on right now for talking me out of it. She's debating, should she basically lure her best friend's ex-husband into the bedroom to prove to her best friend before her and her ex get back together that this guy's a piece of crap, and now we have proof that he's in my bedroom and willing to do something, but you think that he sh- she should actually sleep with him all the way? There's too much gray area if she just lures into the bedroom. That'll give him an opportunity to, you know, deflect. No, that's not what happened. I was helping her to do this, to do this, do that. Mm-hmm. She's the one that lured me in. But if he get if she gets him to sleep with him a hundred percent going all the way, there is no way her best friend he won't do it. But what she about won't do it. but what about like the I mean I'm just I'm trying to like like how can you be friends with your best friend? Yeah, again? like don't don't you think that would put like a riff in their friendship? If my best friend did that to me, I would totally get it, especially if there was a hundred percent proof, undeniable proof that my man was sleeping with my best friend. Absolutely not. My best friend saved me. So you would be okay. Let me get let me get this straight. You would be okay with your best friend sleeping with your ex that you were potentially planning on getting back together with because in the end of the day you feel like that would for sure save you from getting with a guy that would obviously sleep with would hundred percent sleep with your best friend. hundred percent, yes. I mean you can see he's no good. I just, I don't know. I think going all the way is going to end up ending their friendship. I don't think so. I think if she if she knew the purpose behind everything that your best friend was doing to save you from being in a, in a terrible relationship with a guy who's willing to just sleep with anybody, okay. especially her best friend, hey, we're always around each other. I, I don't, listen, I'm not saying your theory's wrong. I mean, they're absolutely – none of us could possibly get back with someone that we knew would do that, right? So, like, yes, if there was evidence that actually happened, yes, you're right. I'm just not sure how it would be perceived on the other end. But, hey, listen, I, uh, I appreciate – we appreciate the call today. Have a good day, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, guys. Hey, Mary from Odington, good morning. Hi, good morning. Do we tell her to go for this or talk her out of it? Okay, two things. The guy that first uh, came on, he made complete sense when he said, get someone else to do it. Yeah. And then the lady that came on and said, go all the way, that's completely absurd. I mean, that's not even common sense. Yeah. Why would you put someone like your best friend in that predicament? What kind of friend are you? Then after that, it should not take a best friend to go all the way for you to see it. Well, that doesn't make sense. To to, me. Okay, wait. Would- to, to be fair, sorry, to be fair. She, she, her point is, is that like, she obviously could not deny that fact. There's no way anybody could weasel out if, if he actually slept with her or did, it really did anything in the bedroom with her. I feel like that would be a for sure shot. There's no way you're getting back together with this guy, right? Okay. In that case, set someone else up. Okay. Why, why put yourself, 
Peter pays for Paul, Paul pays for all. Mm. Why put yourself in that predicament and sacrifice or put your, your friendship at risk of being sacrificed when you can just put someone else in the mix and then let her go all the way through it that doesn't even um, know her or the best friend. But you think it's I a mean, good idea, though? Do you think it's a good idea that she should go forward with the plan to, to have that oh, evidence? Oh, hell yeah, because she needs to, yes. I, I love my friends enough. Yes, I would do that. Oh. I just wouldn't put myself in the equation yet. Okay. okay. All right. We'd love to hear that. Thank, Thank you for you. calling us. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. 410-583-1065. We have a text from the 443 that says she has proof already to show her. Just show her. So she actually does not have the original DMs from oh. the ex-husband reaching out to her and kind of flirting with her. She deleted those. Hey, Fanya from Timonium. Good morning. Good morning. You know, she's considering setting her friend's ex-husband up to basically come over and, and attempt to sleep with him to prove that he's a real piece of crap. Do we tell her to go for that or talk her out of it? I'll have to talk her out of it. I had this happen to me when I left for college. Wait, really? What? So explain the situation. So I was dating this guy for the last three, like my junior, my sophomore, junior, senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. I went away to college. We decided that we were going to stay together. My best friend at the time, Jamie, told me that he was a cheater and he tr- was terrible and I didn't believe her. And then they called me. She called me while I was away at college and told me she slept with him. <gasps> see, he's, see, he's a total a-hole. Don't, like you shouldn't be sticking with him and being loyal to him while you're at college. Wait, so how, so what is your reaction and how do you feel I mean, when you this, hear your friend say that I literally slept with him? Same situation. I mean, yeah, it's literally the same situation. I lost it. Like, I mean, this is my best friend. Sure. You know, so it's the hardest thing ever because it's like you lose your best friend and the person that you love, right? Now, I know this situation that you're talking about, it's a ex-husband and they're considering getting back together. Right. But it's still the man you love. Yeah. So you're saying that absolutely did not, that to you, you weren't like, thanks for doing that. You were like. Not for a second. I was like, if I was closer, I would probably strangle you. It was was horrible. Did she do it? Did she say, like, I I did this to prove it to you? Or do you think she just wanted to sleep with him? You know, I don't know. Sometimes there's a downside of bragging, right? Yeah. <laughs> that when you're out of the picture, someone may want to try it themselves. Oh, so I don't, that's, I don't really know. Oh, so maybe that may be the downfall of the situation to where you you couldn't decipher whether she was doing it for you, for you or if she actually had feelings for your ex. Well, that's the thing. She kept saying, like, I wanted to prove to you that he's a cheater. So that was her defense. Okay. Right. All right. But either and, way, and, it, did, and, it didn't end way. well. It did not end well, basically. Absolutely not. I have not spoken to her since that phone call. Okay, that's good to hear. Thank you for calling to tell us that story. It's really important. Thanks. No, no problem. Thanks. Hey, anonymous. Yep. So, what do you what do you think after hearing all this? I I get what the callers are saying. I, I know it's really extreme. It's really unusual, but mm-hmm. they don't understand how like blindsided my friend is by this, and I don't know how else to get through to her without having like actual evidential proof because I don't have any of the old text messages. Like everything he sent me, I deleted because I thought he was going to fall into the past, so I don't have any of that proof. Mm-hmm. So okay. I just need to find a way to get like concrete evidence of what a piece of crap he is yeah and i know she won't really trust my word on it well if you decide to do this when exactly are you going to try to reach out to him to come over probably tonight 
I need to show him that I'm interested to make sure he's, you know, I can get him over this weekend. And so you would start, you would start tonight and then. Yeah, I, I need to do it before they go on their trip. and. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've heard this segment before, uh, but typically what we do is we like to get the updates of what actually happened with these situations after all the feedback and everything. Mm-hmm. And obviously this is a super juicy story. So, um, you know, we leave it completely in your hands uh, to agree to this. You know, Monday mornings at about 820, we come back and we do a talk me out of an update from the week before. Would you be OK coming back in? And it would be completely on you to call us back to give us the update. Are you down with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes for sure. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 